0: First all, I noticed
1: a bit of a Spidey bulge. Spidey bulge. the other guys are so this like... This is
0: all
2: good podcast stuff, guys. Well, 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 that's that's the opening. Geeks! Geeks! Hello,
0: welcome
1: to a very special cast of geeks. This is our... I thought I'd say our Spider-Man spoiler cast, but that's a lie. This is our Captain America colon. Was there a colon? Uh, I didn't see. Did he bend over? Did you say a colon? <laughs> I think Captain America colon. Civil War. Uh, warning straight from the off. This is going to be a spoiler cast. We're going to get straight away... Until spoilers, so I only listen to this once you've already seen the film, or if you just don't care. And if you don't care, what are you doing here? Go outside, play a frisbee, do something. What do you do if you're not watching Marvel films? I don't know. Live your life.
0: Watching DC films?
1: I'm your host, Al White. <laughs> Joining me today, to my left, Alexander Charles.
0: <laughs> Thank I you. I, was, I thought maybe you were going yeah, like to jump Yeah, no, on. no, I've got nothing to say.
1: Uh, than, to, my, to my further left... Adrian Old. There he is. And in between them uh, If you're watching the video Spidey And a Freddy glove Spider-Man A weird juxtaposition But we had nothing for Iron Man We had nothing for Cap here So I thought oh, yeah. Freddy glove and Spidey I'll do and, it And
0: uh, our little mascots as well
1: A little Pez Alex very kindly bought us little uh, Captain America or Iron Man Pez is On the way in And I got a special Spidey one Team Cap um, yeah, if you're not watching us, please just go over to YouTube. Type in "We Are Tesla," our channel comes up. You can watch our regular weekly podcast, which goes up every Tuesday, and special casts and other stuff and interesting things like that. So, guys, we just got out of Civil War, literally the second.
2: What What did we think? <laughs> what is the consensus? I thought you were just about, what
1: happened? <laughs> well, <laughs> what the we'll, fuck? Yeah.
2: we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But
1: off off the bat. Well, very quickly then, very, very quickly, because we've done a couple of spoiler cuts before, but let's just give a little bit of our background in terms of what we're bringing to this conversation. Uh, I'm a massive Marvel fan, huge MCU fan. I appreciate uh, their flaws and, you know, I acknowledge them, but I'm such a big Marvel fan. I was very happy and the happiest day of my life last year was when uh, they confirmed that Spider-Man was going to be in a Marvel film again. So that's how excited I was just about basically seeing Spidey in this film. Uh, And regardless of him, I'd still have been very excited. Alex. How, do you, how did you feel before you went into this?
0: Uh, yeah, the, the Spidey part was a massive draw for me. Uh, the first trailer that dropped for this film, I was... Oh, the very first trailer, I didn't I didn't like at all. The second trailer, I was still feeling a bit iffy. And then I kind of just went into blackout and decided, I'm not going to watch anything. Um, yeah, so as a massive Spidey fan, but still probably like 10 rungs below you, that's what I was most pumped for. <laughs> and he's been destroyed. Adrian just
2: knocked
1: off my Spidey <laughs> statue's arm. Thank you, Adrian. That's that's how you feel about Marvel. It's magnetic, right? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, thank God, Adrian. Um, where do you come
2: in uh, on the Marvel radar? Yeah, so I guess um, my first question being, what's MCU? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you know that's kind of where I'm at. So, <laughs> um, you know, for the most part, I've seen. I think I've seen half of Age of Ultron. I've seen the second Captain America film. Winter Soldier. And that's one of the best. Winter Soldier. Winter mm. Soldier. Uh, and that's that's probably it. Probably it. Okay. Yeah. So you're the you're the you know. Well, I'm, the the everyman, I'm the everyman. I'm, I'm not the everyman because every man goes to go see these films. They, they go see these films. Yeah. I'm I'm. But you got to flip it a coin. That's important. You know, to I'm, have. I'm everybody else. Okay. Yeah. Every, you're the, mildly everybody interested else. Mild, Mildly interested But not like wetting my pants To see, see yeah. You know So I'll tell you what They're like
0: old crusty pants Over
2: here
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need a wash <laughs> um, Let's Smiling start a week away. Adrian yep. With you then
1: Because okay. since you had So that's So what we've been saying Every week um, We said it on the Batman versus Superman Because you, you guys Were both with me on that one I'll spoil mm-hmm. the cast for that Which you can check out We are tessellate.com um, But last week Even on the podcast I've been constantly Going on about What Marvel do right that it feels like DC aren't doing right is to watch a DC movie film uh, in part of their DC universe, you have to see everything to understand what the fuck is going on. And in Batman versus Superman, there's very intrusive things, which are very cool things, but made no sense and made you feel like, well, I need to see everything to understand this. Whereas with Marvel, it's always kind of, well, if you watch everything, you can appreciate the films more, but you don't have to see everything to understand things. Mm-hmm. This film was not like that. This film was very much... Uh, you need to be very uh, familiar with mm. everything that 's happened in the
2: twelve films up to this point. I would say for the first forty five minutes, I was confused okay. and and that 's because, unlike everybody else in the cinema, I was working out who was who and what what their motivations were and why I should care about them or mm. who the fuck they were. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think for for most people, you know, who have like you've said, seen the majority of the films, they'll probably go in there and go, okay, yeah, cool, I'm picking up where they left off. Whereas for me, I was just like, who are they? Why? What are they doing? And then once we got that past that intro stage of like everybody being established, sort of.
1: Well, they keep doing that for the whole film though, because they they kind of did. Like, but Ant Man doesn't turn up till right at the end. But I mean, you know,
2: I had some 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 regulars I could hook onto like Tony Stark and mm-hmm. Captain America, you know, and they were fairly clearly. You know the 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 lead dudes mm-hmm. who were leading the fa- uh, you know factions or whatever. Um, so once everything was kind of established and what the stakes were, I was like, cool, I'm down. I know what's going on. I'm I'm in for the ride. This is all good. So I did a- have that moment where I was like, who the fuck is the red man, and why the is region. he super powerful? Yeah, and why isn't he beating everyone up? yeah because he
1: really could this vision's yeah. a bit of a problem it's why they had to really get hot, rid of hulk and thor in this movie is because they would stop things quite quickly <laughs> oh really <laughs> particularly hulk like hulk would just like be able to stop a lot of this nonsense right um and they're off on their own intergalactic road tripping adventure yeah
0: so know. i missed the last uh age of ultron yeah age of ultron hmm. so did hulk and thor disappear in that no, Thor
1: always tends to crackle off in a bolt of lightning at the end. It's like yeah. kind of, I've got something to do, and something weird's happening somewhere, and off he goes um, to do something with Asgard. And Hulk in the last one, he was feeling very ostracized and very much like he was the part of the problem of what they're kind of leading into a civil war of accountability of their actions. And he's left in this like a little sort of plane, and he's tucked in there as Hulk. It's kind of cute. It's a really good shot of him. Flying out over the ocean, and you don't know where he's going to, and then his—I think his plane disappears, and they can't find him again.
2: what is he flying the plane? Yeah, sort as of the Green the Hulk or as—yeah,
1: but he's kind of in between. He's calmed Bruce down. Banner. He's like—he's not quite Bruce Banner at that point, but okay. he's a calm, sad Hulk. um And him and Black Widow have a romantic kind of thing in Age of Ultron as well, so that's why there's that connection. Mm. Why they keep asking her, do we know a Hulk? She Hulk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How's the green? So how did that feel, Adrian, for you? Because I remember when we saw Batman vs. Superman, you, you came out and you said in the spoiler cast that, yeah, at the beginning, you didn't really understand what the fuck was going on because mm-hmm. you hadn't seen Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of went, well, all this must have been, happened you know, in the last Superman movie or whatever, you just went along with it, tried to figure out the best you can and carry on. Yep. Was this one more confusing than that one?
2: Um, I don't know. I, to be honest, I've kind of come to accept that it's I'm going confusing. to be confused right. for, for the first <laughs> chunk. And, you know, look, that's my fault, Marvel, not yours. No. Um, but that being said, this, for me, this smashed it out of the park. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like for not being a movie, like a not being a, a, a superhero movie man. Um, <laughs>
1: You're not a superhero movie man?
2: No. <laughs> you look like a superhero movie <laughs> man. Well, I know, I know. My, you know, appearances are deceiving. Mm. Clark Kent, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> Good point. To be, to be, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. I thought it was exciting. I thought, like, from the, yeah, from the get-go, I was on board because the writing was good, I think. Awesome. Like, the dialogue was, was pretty sharp and witty and funny and took itself seriously but knew how to take itself not seriously when mm-hmm. it needed to as well.
0: Yeah, the balance is really good at this. It thing. was
2: excellent, yeah. Compared to, like, the DC thing where it was kind of, for me, it was like, oh come on mm-hmm. like get over yourself sort of thing and anyway i won't go into too much detail but yeah for, the, for to be honest like Before i had, a, new, I had a, 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 a newcomer coming in you were
1: okay like yeah. you could you could get up to the speed yeah
2: you know energy. i don't expect a lot from these type of films you know i don't expect mm-hmm. i don't yeah i don't expect a lot <laughs> from these type of films so so i was really pleasantly surprised okay yeah cool um yeah i, th- I mean i think you're wrong
1: in that it's it's on you and not on Marvel. I think it is on Marvel. And I think, you know, I've given them a lot of accolade before for they can do that. Like you can jump into Winter Soldier and it's cool if you haven't seen anything else. You know, you'll you'll get to grips with it quickly. And any of the other films, I really do feel that way. They work as standalone films, but they're always interlinking. This was the first one where I was like, no, this one isn't like that. This one is you really do need to understand what's going on or at least seen a couple or yeah, be able to do what you did and just give yourself over to that confusion for a bit <laughs> until you settle in. Um, Alex, yo, what were your overall... We're going to get into Minutia in a second. What were your overall feelings? How did you feel?
0: Um, I I really enjoyed it. I, I still am kind of digesting it. And I, I, I kind of feel that Winter Soldier is still the better film for me. Mm-hmm. On initial kind of response. Uh, um, and a thing I found kind of distracting, and I appreciated everyone's kind of enthusiasm, but I said this to Adrian, was that... I think I need to see it again in a kind of calmer audience where I can absorb it more because the cheering every time a villain came out or a or a hero made me feel like I was in a pantomime. Right, okay. And it was just like I got to a point where it's like I I I'm loving it. I loved it to begin with. It was like, yeah, cool, Spidey. But then it was just like every time something would happen, it's like, "Woo! Woo! Yeah!" And it's like, okay, like put the cue cards down telling us when to cheer and
1: um. So I really enjoyed that. Thing. Like I really enjoyed. Um. Because I know I won't get to see it like that again, and it's so much fun. Because the thing, I'm a huge fan of it all, but my enthusiasm is waning. Mm. Probably just because you've seen 13 of these now, you know. So at yeah, some yeah. point, it's not as exciting. Obviously, seeing Spider Man was usually exciting. Black Panther was fucking cool. We'll get onto all that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But um. But yeah, I really enjoyed having like seeing it on a, you know, opening night or premiere night audience and seeing people like cheering. I'm sure I missed some lines of dialogue, which I think actually one of the funniest lines of dialogue. I think everyone was cheering. It, on, it was like, missed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It was cool to have that, um, that vibe going. But it's weird this movie because it is, we we're saying it's coming out, like it's Captain America 3. Mm -hmm. But this is Avengers 3. like That's what this movie is. It is no longer a Captain America film. He doesn't have, I mean, maybe marginally more time than anyone else on screen, but not by much. Mm. Um, And there's so many characters, like more than any of the Avengers films. There's more characters than this. They just keep wheeling them in. And that's without Thor and Hulk, you know. Um, So it's kind of weird because I know what you mean. It's like their films, the Marvel films that resonate with me more are the personal ones Mm -hmm. and the smaller kind of scope ones. Um, which Guardians, I guess, is still an ensemble. That's still my favourite for sure, absolutely. Um, but it is more focused and kind of smaller in a weird intergalactic way. Yeah, um, and I
0: think like like you said, it, it, there was definitely the writing and dialogue for me out of the kind of Avengery films was was by far the best. Mm-hmm. I feel I felt like I got that balance that Guardians got right of like here's the action and craziness and. Now we're going to ground it a little bit. And now we're going to give you some wit. And and mm. f- that was beautifully played, I thought, which made it very entertaining.
1: I Genuinely, and not completely, because there were some scenes that went back and forth. But as an overall thing, I enjoyed it more and more and more as mm. it went on. At the beginning, I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest. Um, the opening felt very underdramatic. But then, obviously, at the end, you get to pay off for what the beginning was. And it means yeah, a lot yeah. more, which was very cool. Uh, but at the beginning, I was like, well, that's kind of... He took a motorcycle and rode up to a car and stole a briefcase. It's like, all right, that's not a very cool way to open like such a big film. Um, and then what happens directly after that? You have, oh, yeah, the so then you go thing with s- crossbones in the dude with the mask and the machine guns. And
0: yeah, stuff. when did Stark's memory drop in? The whole, like, uh, Oh, yeah, that's a little bit later. That, little was bit later. Cool. Yeah, um, that was really cool.
1: So, yeah, so you start with the crossbones fight, and I was like, crossbones look kind of cool, but it's, uh, he's, again, just
0: wheeling in the dude. i was like
1: well, i'm confused because we just watched a turtles <laughs> trailer with casey jones as well <laughs> when, yeah <laughs> yeah but prevalent. the guy with the hockey mask yeah, 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 i was yeah. like who is this guy so that's the thing they, they expect you to know him by his name which unless you just watched winter soldier and i'm not even sure if i still would then he's a the dude in winter soldier is he who, okay you know, who they who he's fighting on the building as it's collapsing at the end yeah of
0: that. um that took me a while to it, for it all to click when he's like you dropped the building on me and then i was like in my head, going to the catalogue <laughs> of like films, it was <laughs> like, "Which end sequence is this?" And I was like, oh, there it is."
1: Um, so I mean, you know, that was you know, it was fine. It was fine. It wasn't the most exciting opening. I actually think some of the dialogue at the beginning is pretty fucking bad. There's a few bits which are just uh, too on the nose. Like the lady who comes up to Tony Stark after that memory thing, and has a couple of good lines oh, to do with the sun, yeah. and gets to the point where it's like, "Cool, that was
2: effective." And yeah. then she goes, "You killed him." I blame you, and just
1: like, all right, you just settle this, yeah, and yeah, now you yeah, just yeah. it. And that also that, like,
2: he's like, "Oh, I'm going to go to the loo," and she's she just knows where to place herself in that whole yeah, complex. I just want to wait for this the, elevator yeah. for hours, yeah, yeah and hopefully, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hopefully, you know, Stark um, will walk past. Yeah, there were a few bits like
1: that where I was like, "Oh, that's I smart. agree, I agree." You know, some of the dialogue's pretty bad, but yeah, I thought I thought their balance was doing what Marvel do really well, which mm. is you know having fun with it getting jokes in, bringing politics in, not getting overweight with any of that stuff and then building the stakes. So by the end, you really give a shit and Mm. it's quite dramatic. And I definitely thought it was one of the better um, endings of a Marvel film, really because it didn't have a main villain. I mean, it did, but he's kind of a puppet master and he's just Mm. a regular guy, which I really liked because normally you have a big superhero and normally it ends kind of like Batman vs Superman. It's a bunch of people hitting something CGI or CGI Mm. augmented Mm and a lot of the time the Marvel villains that they use in these films aren't very interesting Mm. Um, and I actually found it way more interesting well the villains kind of each other Mm. and kind of this little dude and for some of the film I didn't really know where it was going so I was kind of like well I don't know what I'm hoping is going to happen because that's something I need in a movie it's like well where where am I hoping this is going to what am I looking forward to obviously I was looking forward to Spider-Man but presumably I didn't know he was going to be in it what am I looking forward to and there were a couple of points where I found in the middle it's like I don't know where this is going or what I'm hoping is going to happen." Um, but then when you get that personal story at the end and it's mm. like, well, it's not groundbreaking, but I liked it and I liked it. It was smaller in scope and things.
0: And it was nice the the shift from, I guess, what has been the formula of nearly every Marvel film of let's just destroy everything at the end and have yeah. a crazy season. Exactly. Kindly helps out again. our podcast online. He came down and I was saying to him, I just want comic book films
1: start treating their structure a bit more like dark souls treats its structure because you play a video game and nine times out of 10 or more than that just kill stuff here's more stuff kill more stuff and Mm. it can be really cool stuff but just kill it and then you get to the end it's like hey here's everything again kill Mm. fucking all of it Mm. and then you're done and that's kind of how superhero movies tend to work a lot of times. Like, hey, you know what, that stuff we did? Well, now we're going to throw it all at you because we, did, we had to start off with a big action sequence. Guess what? Your end action sequence can't be smaller than your yeah, opening yeah. action sequence. It's always got to be bloated and too big. Totally, yeah. And I'm always like, well, why can't they do something like Dark Souls? Where so it's like, let's have less, but make it tactical and interesting and mean more because it's more like it takes more to fucking bring that down and they didn 't nail it in this, but I felt they got much closer to doing something interesting well so. I,
2: I really enjoyed the two tier nature of the civil war part of the film, you know, so they had the setup up right in the middle mm. and but by that point where where the where the main fight happens or what you think is going to be the main fight of the film happens, I was keen to see them fight. yeah, I was happy to see them fight. I wanted them to fight it wasn 't like an eye rolling. Oh God, don't fight yep. moment like in D C like in you know, Batman versus Superman, which was like a real irritating moment for Hide me in that Batman, film.
0: you don't have superpowers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not even that bit, just the part when Superman and Batman fight uh, for yeah. three minutes yep. and then everybody's like in some CGI- My mother's name was that. Oh yeah, in CGI smoke Martha. and it's just Yeah, kind yeah, of- yeah. But whereas in this one I was like, Cool, this is gonna be fun and you know there's a lot of dialogue between them all going we're still friends yada 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 mm. while they're beating on each other which is great and it was because the goal wasn't to be- kill each other or beat each other for no apparent reason it was because they needed to get somewhere else you yeah know, one group wanted to get somewhere to get else through them yeah and else. and you know and the other's objective was to stop them getting that yeah which is great yeah really because simple. it's believable
1: yeah well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the fucking fights in this movie. There are a lot of fights in this movie. We open
2: right on a fight, like we're saying.
1: Yep, you open on a fight. Um, I, to be honest, I didn't find any film. I was a little bit disappointed initially because the Russo brothers, they're known kind of already for their fight choreography. they I think Winter Soldier was their first actual feature film. They've done a lot of TV stuff and they did a lot of the paintball battles um, episodes in Community and stuff like that. Right. Um, which is a weird leap, but that's probably why the uh, professor true. from yeah, yeah. Community was in this I film for about one that. scene um the dean i mean um but yeah they really with the winter soldier they fucking made an impression of we can direct fighting scenes hand-to-hand combat better than anyone has in marvel basically um so with this one i was really hoping they're gonna raise the stakes and for the first half of the movie i didn't really feel they did i thought they were doing things not as well as they did in winter soldier then you get the first time we really see black panther and he's chasing winter soldier and captain Mm. america's chasing him and this extended sort of road sequence which was fucking awesome. Like, I was just like, this is an amazing sequence and I really enjoyed it. And I knew from the hype, everyone had been talking about the airport sequence is the best sequence in the movie. And I was like, it's got to be really fucking good if it can beat this because this is a great action sequence and it takes a lot for me to enjoy an action sequence nowadays. And that airport sequence, man, that was fucking awesome. Like, oh, yeah. Do you
2: mean the main fight?
1: Just, yeah, the main fight, yeah, in the airport where they're bringing it all down and, just, and it goes on for ages, but it's never a slog. And what's great about it was that they spend about eighty percent of it on kind of the little wildfire fights between you know like the, between different groups between like here's these two here's these three like you know and you just focus on them for a second and you don't need to think well, what's that person doing or that person doing they distract you really well focusing on something cool team tech like tactics yeah, all yeah. the time which is rare to get right and then there's that one fucking bit where they suddenly don't do that and instead they basically sort of pan across everyone and it's just a mess in the best way of all this madness happening Mm. and stuff just fucking exploding but normally it would be a cgi mess and it would be oh this is just too much and things feel wrong and instead it just felt like the best double page splash page on a comic of Mm. all the cool shit happening you know of all these characters you love doing cool things and i I just thought yeah as we were saying we come out adrian it's like I pray one day I get to like make a comic book movie, you know, to a big level. I would never take a movie like this because how mm. you orchestrate that stuff, I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> know <laughs> how you do it. It's a yeah, nightmare. Yeah. A nightmare. Um, how do you like the the fight scene? So as a fan of Winter Soldier, overall more than this, you think maybe? How do you think the fighting?
0: Um, you know, for me, I, I liked Winter Soldier because. Robert Redford. It's it's a political thriller with Robert Redford. How could you not like that? <laughs> uh that, I mean, that is one strong reason. And, and for me, it just felt like the most. I don't want to say adult because I don't want that to sound kind of like condescending no, in any way. I think but it's definitely it, a bit more mature. Than yeah, and it felt a bit more grounded and 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 I liked that shift. I liked then when it became um sort of. Captain America's moral conscience sort of kicked in and for me that worked as like an awesome transition into this which really helped me for the bits that I had missing. Mm-hmm. Um but the fight sequence, oh yeah the 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 whole thing at the airport and I mean spidey, like, what else can I say? It was incredible we'll get, we'll and he was spidey. he was perfect and um yeah, and I totally agree with you the the balance of kind of showing these little pockets of fights um, and then transitioning between them was really seamless which was really nice um, and it never felt yeah and that was another good thing to go back to like the big marvel let's blow everything up it's going to be massive it never felt mm. like that it felt contained within that little space mm. and felt realistic with what they were blowing up or what was yeah. in the way um, and they even make and a, and a joke out of it like it the time real.
1: where he froze the, the small airman like froze the small van or a truck and then it enlarges it and it blows up and he's like, oh shit! I thought it was a water truck. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, what a joke It was yeah. a gas tanker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I mean, I, I found, I found what I, I really enjoyed about this is that it didn't feel like you know a Michael Bay film or something. You know, I, I felt like it was grounded and I, and I liked all of the, I liked all the the characters because they seemed grounded to. And a reality that I could kind of exist in, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it felt, I mean, for for lack of a better word, kind of realistic, yeah. you know? Um, and human. They they all had very, not, like, good human qualities that I could relate to in a way. Which often, I, I think, is something that, the you know, uh, comic books and, and comic book films especially are always trying to attain or, or get close to. But I feel like it, it detaches the moment it goes into action often, yeah. where it's like all of a sudden... Yeah, it's not rooted in reality at all. Yeah, um, and those human qualities disappear, and they just become these super beings. Yeah, you know, which I always find conflicting because then they go back to these human problems and these human stories. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. You're a, you're you're a super being. I think I think Why that's where
1: they're, s- they're smart. They never, even when they're not in superhero costumes, it's always heightened. It's always a little bit heightened, and so they never leave that world entirely. And I think some comic book movies. You know, which I would love. I mean, I like my really super serious comic movies. Unbreakables, my favorite comic book film ever, even though it's not based on a comic book, and that's really serious. Um But Batman versus Superman, for instance, because it's an easy one to, you know, relate this to. When they're not in their costumes, it treats it really fucking serious. Mm-hmm. And it kind of works. But then as soon as they are in a costumes, it makes it seem really dumb. Mm-hmm. And this one, I think, because Marvel, yeah, just kind of always just a little bit heightened and everything's always a little bit cartoonish. It allows yeah, you to kind yeah. of
2: gap, like bridge that gap like, yeah. really, really well. Yeah, they walk that line really nicely. Yeah.
1: Um, keep
2: going. Keep going. Yeah, I had something, I yeah, had something, something as well attempts, as she was I talking. I was like,
1: oh, I want to interject with that. Um, okay. Well, let's... Yeah, because I'm, I'm struggling with it. I'm trying... I need to digest it, but well. I want to see it again. It's... I don't think they've made a perfect Avengers film. I see this as an Avengers film, as I said earlier. Yeah,
0: totally. You could slap away, uh, hide the title. I mean, I think they only
1: didn't because they want to keep that prestige of we have our banner films, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so no matter if we had, like, they're not getting a slump. Like, everything does superbly. But if they do at any point, they're like, well, we can still wheel out Avengers and it seems like a big fucking temple movie, you know, even bigger somehow than all of these ones. Which, considering where Infinity War is going to go into
2: space, like, that's
1: yeah gonna be even bigger uh um, what did
2: we think can we can we talk about Spider Man? No? i want to leave him till the end I'll
1: okay Sp- so let's let's talk about some of the i think yeah What i was gonna say quickly is like they haven't made a perfect avengers movie for me yet this might be my favorite though as mm-hmm. an avengers movie i think yeah as a personal movie winter soldier i like more even though the ending i don't like as much in winter soldier yeah, yeah. as i did of this one um and guardians is definitely my favorite just overall um, but this is possibly my favorite. I don't think I'll we'll ever make a movie like the first Avengers, where that excitement is so big. Just the, the like the unique feeling of seeing these characters together was so big that everyone in the cinema was just screaming because it was just you
2: never seen anything like that. See, I kind of felt that excitement tonight because okay. I haven't seen any of the Avenger films. Ah, interesting. So for me, that was that existed. That's so, interesting. You know, cool. like I'm not chasing the dragon on that one. You know, that's cool. No, that's good to know because it's
1: really hard to know like when you're used to it. Is this as good? You know, like yeah. the excitement was so big on the first one. But I go back to the first one, and like it's not actually that great. I mean there are great moments in it, but it's not actually a great movie. Um the second one I still think is better than the first one, which people kinda hate me for. But I think, yeah, I think this is the best Avengers movie, even though it's not my favorite Marvel movie. Um so let's talk about some of the yeah new characters. Um so we have two main ones. We're gonna let's talk about Black Panther. Wow. So they can you do that again? wow,' Who's <laughs> <Is> that? <laughs> wow um so they introduce him i mean he got a cheer in the cinema because people could tell immediately who he was because there's a very strange sudden why are we focusing on this other person that we don't need to know about sure sure. set him up incredibly quickly in sort of a few lines of dialogue uh show his father as this kind of very almost nelson mandela sort of figure yeah and then kill him off very quickly in the same scene and then show him brooding and the next time the we see ring. him, it's Black Panther. Like that's literally, isn't it? Is that right? I think we see one bit of him going to
0: a car. Yeah, Oh, no, so seeing, it... oh he says I'm going Black him. Widow. Yeah. So, mm. I don't. I don't know much about the. I don't know much. I don't know anything about Black Panther coming into this. So. So just f- help me fill in some gaps here. I'm gonna Google him. Oh, you don't know. That? I know a little like, bit, but I don't want to get it wrong. Because was people... it sort of implied that? this power is passed on and inherited yeah. from the king. Yeah.
2: But it's... it's. I was wondering, but is that it... his ability to get the shit beaten out of him and, like, survive everything? Because is, he... is he meant to be just, like, a normal human?
0: No. Or has he got not. superpowers? Yeah, and was the sort. superpowers... Did that come from the ring, which he then inherited and put on?
1: I'm going to... Like I don't want to misquote. So just talk a little bit about how you felt about the character while I look it up and then we can... Um, how did you feel about how they treated him? Like, obviously, it's weird because with the Marvel films, everyone's basically had their own... Well, everyone has had their own solo film to yeah. introduce the character and then you get them joining in later on in the kind of group antics that they get up to with this one spidey they didn't do that with well, his obvious reasons for that because we've seen this origin story a million times we don't need mm-hmm. to anymore uh black panther they just really have to fucking get through it as quick as possible so then hope you don't notice this or mind
0: yeah for me it felt they and i don't know if this is because marvel's got a ton of experience now ahead of dc but i felt they handled that much better than how dc shoved in all their characters into batman vs superman um you didn't like wonder woman looking for a polaroid that she had lost <laughs> yeah i mean it, it you know it was still like you said it was kind of rushed and like okay here he is why is he suddenly the focus okay we kind of know who he is, this is his dad blah, blah, blah. happens 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 but then the context with which it all happened felt acceptable in like when they're having the discussion and the, the political ramifications of their powers. And then the fact that uh, like vision talks about more enhanced people. Cause they can't say mutants uh, are starting to spring up and that's in turn having consequences. So for me, it was like this whole black Panther thing, like it all fit. Like it didn't, it didn't feel forced for that reason. Like there were enough little kind of subtle setups that it was like, okay, cool. Let's rush it through. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it also helps that the character is, I think, meant to be quite mysterious. Like, yeah, yeah. he's meant to be like the, you know, I mean, like every other superhero that's ever appeared on the scene. Whoa, who's this new guy? And where did he come from? And where mm-hmm. did he get his powers? Um, I mean, for, for me, how did I feel about I, I thought he was kick-ass. I thought he looked quite cool. Yeah, And was awesome. like he seemed, he seemed powerful, you know. I was like, whoa, this guy's got like some shit going on mm. and I'm looking forward to his solo movie, which I'm assuming there's going to be one is, of yeah. since we saw his pet at the end of the film. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I don't know how I felt about him as a character. Like we did, to be honest, you didn't find out much about him as a human being or mm, as a character. Yeah. All you know is that he has moral values and a kind of a Batman-esque vibe of taking vengeance he's the only person not to crack a joke i think in this film
1: at any
0: point i found it very difficult with uh because i i saw I, I, fear me i don't know the actor's name i forgot his name he was on Kimmel the other the other night and had an interview and he's he's, he's an american guy and he talked about having a dialect accent coach for this hmm. now my issue with that I guess watching it was, I can understand the difficulties of, of if you have to focus on using another accent. But I find that sometimes a, 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 an issue that can come up when you do that. Is that you? Then suddenly have no flexibility in your voice, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and for me, listening to him by the end, it was just like, yeah, it was one tone. It was 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 so flat the whole way through. I I will say, okay, he's a bit. It's okay. I can understand that as character sort of stuff. But isn't that
2: the superhero way? Like the the. For me, a lot of them are like that.
0: You think? Yeah, but for me, it felt like a. It felt like a tiny little technical thing.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I think he definitely you know felt a little bit uh, new. Um, I thought his face, you know, his face looked great and very sympathetic. I definitely mm. enjoyed it more in costume than out of costume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything he was in the costume, I thought was way more interesting. Oh, really? I, I uh, quite so loved see- the
0: voice when he was in costume. Yeah,
1: I, I yeah. mean, his his costume when he wasn't in costume was great as well. He had beautiful clothes. The whole yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I thought he looked great for it, but I agree it was a little bit rigid. I think what you were saying earlier, Adrian, about um, the kind of character and charm between people. I think that's one of the benefits Marvel have is because they've done so many, is like a TV show and mm. they all know each other so well. So the the interaction and friction between characters is so good now. Can exist, Because, yeah, yeah they're, they're and it, all, and it doesn't years and years and years together. And it doesn't feel forced. Exactly. Yeah. But then you introduce some of these new characters. And sure, I think there's some teething problems sometimes integrating. I love Paul Rudd. I definitely thought of a couple of scenes where like he's not quite integrating quite right yet in this team because he's he's like easing into it and then he very much did in other scenes kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but and that, but
2: uh, i mean i haven't seen ant-man yet but watching him in that as ant-man in in tonight's film um made me want to go see ant-man because i was like what a cool little funny weird character
1: well that's what's interesting then about yeah. this is like we're saying like you already said you want to see the your interest in the black panther movie that's, mm. that will be coming out mm. you want to go back and check out ant-man and the stuff that's clearly where Marvel's succeeding, where DC isn't. Because if I remember right, when we watched the Batman v Superman, we're talking about: Well, do we want to see Aquaman? Do we want to see the Flash? Do we want to see one? A lot of them were like, "I don't know." Like they've got to prove to us that it's cool from the, from the trailers. I mean, I probably will see them. Batman, yeah. I, I was like,
2: uh, "Sure." Yeah, maybe. I guess taking a leave else it. to but do. Now I'm kind of, but I, I definitely, yeah, definitely want to see a Black Black Panther film.
0: Yeah, like if I had seen, if I hadn't seen Man of Steel, mm. probably seeing. Batman Superman, I don't think I would have gone back and watched Man mm. of Steel. And I mean, I see that as a standalone film anyway. Yeah. It even of, even though it is kind of... They, they connected yeah, it. I don't just, think it they knew what they so doing. different. Right?
1: A little information about Black Panther quickly since I bothered to look it up before we move on. Yeah. Uh, his first appearance was in Fantastic Four number 52 in 1966. Um, he was the first ever... Uh, first black superhero in mainstream American comics. Um... And his, I mean, his thing goes on for ages, but I'll try and give a quick thing about
2: it. <laughs> his thing's just,
1: just <laughs> incredibly long and hard to handle, but I'll do my best to get around it. The Black Panther is a ceremonial title <laughs> given to the chief of the Panther tribe of the advanced African nation of Wakanda. So that's the island we saw at the end, which is yeah, a very mythical place. In addition to ruling the country, he is also chief of its various tribes. Uh, the Panther habit is a symbol of office and is even is used even during diplomatic missions. Uh, it is a hereditary title but one must still earn it in the distant past a meteorite made of the fictional vibration absorbing mineral vibranium which is the same thing Captain America's Shields made from crashed in Wakanda and was on earth reasoning that outsiders would exploit Wakanda for this valuable resource the ruler uh, blah, blah 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 like his father and other panthers before him concealed his country from the outside world uh, the ruler's first wife then died while in labor with T'Challa and his, sec- and his second wife Ramonda was taken prisoner blah 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 uh no, anyway, there's a whole bunch of stuff about it. But yeah, basically it's all suicide. It's kind of weirdly a little bit Wonder Womany in terms of this segregated island that's a yeah. bit mythical, has certain sort of mystical powers and stuff like that. He is, Men- look, it did say amongst all of his powers, one which was diplomat- diplomacy, apparently, is one of his powers, uh, <laughs> is superhuman strength. And so there was a
2: nod to that, wasn't there, actually? Um, oh, in, yeah, there was, At the there? beginning, his father's like, for someone who doesn't like diplomacy, you're very good at it Yeah, or something yeah, like that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: Um, but, yeah, I think the only... Because it's always kind of weird how to get around it because Black Widow... And Hawkeye are the only two who don't technically have any powers. They're just right. very well trained. Whereas, yeah, I think Black Panther's number, he does have some sort of mystical
2: powers. Well, and they're ultimately the most boring superheroes. They are. They yeah. are.
1: Black, Black Widow gets away with it. She gets like, she has some cool action sequences, but she but doesn't do I much.
2: always just see the stunt woman with a red wig. That's, see, that whole front sequence, I was just like, oh, God. Oh really? Yeah, I found it really distracting. I didn't experience that as Scarlett, you know, Johansson. Do you stunt Scarlett? No, I don't expect that, but I just expect them to do like do it in a way that I'm not like. That's interesting. I feel I feel the stunt woman in this. This is the first time I hadn't
1: actually just not that I didn't feel it. Obviously, it's not her because it's of course. I mean, none of them. None of them are doing. (laughs)
2: None of them are doing. No,
1: stuff. But in some of the previous ones, I have been aware of that a bit more. In this one, I was definitely. I was aware of it because I'm always thinking, how did I get away with that sort of thing? But I thought they did a good job of hiding it in this one for me. Um, uh, I, thought, I,
2: I, I, I mean, I think it was the fact that she was wearing a, like a leather trench coat and <laughs> knee-high boots. And, you know, she didn't, I don't know. She looked like she was walked off, I don't know, from Beverly Hills or something. It was weird. Right. I, I didn't like the, yeah. That whole front section with her, I was like, oh, I do not get this character. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else do we have do we have anyone else new um, I mean you guys hadn't seen Vision before there was before. that guy yeah he was wearing red and blue um, he kind of shot it was like webs or something what was his
1: name no we don't talk about him <laughs> oh right right right
2: um, yeah how, how I'm interested just because like I said Vision you guys haven't seen
1: Age of Ultron Vision was seen half of one it. of the coolest things in Age Saw of Ultron of didn't get to didn't get to Vision
2: sort of playing I fell asleep okay
1: um how did you guys feel with him was he weird coming in and not knowing who the fuck that dude is like...
2: um i was yeah i was a little bit confused like um i didn't think star trek and and the marvel universe crossed over so when i saw data up there i was like oh this is weird <laughs>
1: that's exactly that's literally i was sitting there thinking as soon as i noticed you lean over to Alex go, who the fuck is this i thought oh i wonder what it's like to see vision not know who he is and i was i'm acutely aware when you bring a friend to see something you're really excited about what if people think this is really dorky really bad and and I could read it as shorter stuff. You you might have come out and been like, "That was garbage" for whatever reason. Um, and that was one thing. I thought, I bet he thinks he looks like Data. Yeah, yeah. It sounds <laughs> and, and looks so like he he, he
2: like plays the same similar kind of role in terms of personality. Yeah. Um, but I really I really like that character, and I I love the way he was done. Like he he looked cool. He didn't yeah. look like CGI either. Like, yeah, it's, it's a cool blend The makeup, blend. Is awesome. the makeup yeah, the was blend. Doing, like, really cool. It's however kind of off they off. did that was, was, was ace um, I was, I'm completely confused as to what the fuck his storyline is And what he's talking about and this gem in his head and, mm-hmm. and his Is he human, is he not It's synthetic but not blah Didn't care mm-hmm. And when we got past those sort of two minute moments That was fine I didn't find it too distracting or whatever And I like the character in in itself. I I enjoyed that character.
1: He doesn't get to do it as much in this, but I really love Age of Ultron and hopefully in future movies because he is very calm Mm. and has great philosophical kind of perspective on stuff. He gets quite a lot of philosophy in Age of Ultron, not in a very deep way, but in kind of a nice way of just kind of, you know, Mm. when someone's dying and he's just very like, okay, like we're going to die. And he's just very calm about it and doesn't really mind. Um, and he's just very intellectual about things. And when the others are all kind of, you know, defined in a good way, but by their flaws, you know, by their cockiness or by their, you know, pride or whatever it is, it's kind of nice to have this one character who's just very pure and very kind of removed and is involved, but it's kind of, I yeah. see things from a different place than you see
0: things. It was funny, like, that. that I really liked because for me it sort of acted as a foil for however... The other character was making me feel, or yeah, as you know, it was like so. I was bouncing back, and it made him very sympathetic, even though he may not have been feeling that. You know, like like I saw his heartbreak when she was destroying him, but yeah. that was probably just me projecting that onto him because he's so.
1: There's something so wonderful neutral. about someone you know can't really be destroyed, and all you can do is disappoint them. Yeah, of. so yeah.
2: he was—he's kind of like the Marvel universe. Um, Therapist in the room. <laughs> in a way, yeah. 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 He's kind yeah. of like he's everybody's just projecting similar. their experience onto him.
1: And actually probably it went the other way around, but he's very similar to Dr. manhattan oh, I was you gonna know, say that. Yeah, that's his role. And actually Yeah, we'll, yeah, completely. I might be completely wrong with this, so people will probably get very upset. But it probably was the other way around in terms of dates that Dr. manhattan was based on Vision or something like that. Um, I don't know. But yeah, definitely that kind of character. And I think it's a very great character to have. In yeah, a bunch you know, in a group like that, which is in, just increasingly expanding mm. and increasingly just cheeky. And I mean,
2: I mean, the power he has is kind of Jean Greyish, right? Like his abilities. Yeah, he has. It's or kind is, of or is she more like the Red Witch lady? What's her name? What's the, Scarlet um, the Scarlet Witch.
1: Yeah, I guess Jean. Well, Jean Grey is more like telekinesis, and she can read people's minds and control them and stuff. No, but she becomes like, the Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. like
2: obviously out of control, but. She's
1: more to do with like she has very similar powers to Professor X, only you know, okay. she uses them in more of a combat kind of way. Um, Vision's a little bit—I think that's more like Scarlet Witch, because
2: like she, she can control people's minds and things like that. Okay, um, so they're kind of more similar. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to know what drives him and why he's hanging out with a bunch of freaky humans. Well, go back and watch Age of Ultron. It's definitely worth watching. It okay, really is. Yeah, if you like
1: out. this movie, I guarantee you'll like Age of Ultron. It's not as good. Um, okay. but there are great moments. <laughs> really in. setting it up. No, but there are great moments and the villain's really fun. Like he's really interesting. Um, Is that Loki? Blender. No, no, no. It's, um, it's Ultron. What, um, what's Loki in? Loki's in the Thor movies. Avengers. He's in Avengers 1. Avengers, and he has that's a big part in. in Age of Ultron, I think. I think so, yeah. I think he's in like one okay. scene or something.
0: Like it's nice also with Vision seeing the flip of you have all these heroes who... Uh, are humans who are essentially trying to kind of learn how to be heroes or to learn how to, to control their powers whereas you've got this all-powerful guy who's trying to be more human in a way yeah like with the cooking scene beautiful yeah. like so simple exactly. and you know him tr- you know trying to kind of yeah to be human i, I loved that i thought it was really nice yeah
1: um, yeah, I love that. This is definitely this is definitely and, a theme of superhero movies. And right? he's got
2: a, like a crush on the Scarlet Witch. He, I don't think so. I think it's just, just that's he's protective. gradually
1: becoming more human. Like He's quite protective of people, yeah. And he's gradually, I think, just getting but what fonder about, of people. What
2: about that whole bit when he's like... When Tony Stark's like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, I don't know, I got distracted. And he's like, how yeah. does that happen? How do you get distracted? And no, like, I think I that's pointing
1: to he's starting to become more human. Because before he was ah. just very much like but I think it, oh
2: See, I read that as like the Scarlet Witch is the thing that's making him more human. I mean,
1: it could be that that's what of go with it. But I kind of was reading it more of just he's gradually exploring humanity, seeing things that are interesting about humanity and gradually becoming more human through that process. And it's kind of, that was the point of him going, what is happening? Like, why I'm like, I think it's just kind of like he's starting to feel things and starting to adapt it. But yeah, maybe it'll go down that route. I mean, who knows? Um, Yeah, definitely the theme at the moment with comic book movies is accountability.
2: Mm. Uh, and which is the most irritating part about these films for me. Okay. Because... Because, because, like, because I, I apply it to the context of, our, of the real world, of our world, right? Regular human beings are not accountable for their actions, okay. right? So if you look at... No, like, I mean, so, for, for example, you know, the, who are the superheroes of this world? Um, depending on who you are, you know, the American government. Yeah. And, you know, they go over and fuck some shit up somewhere. But they don't have a moral quandary about it. They don't have like a, a, a moment of like, Oh gosh, what have we done? Ooh. You know what I mean? It's like I think people w- in rooms do. No, but I, I don't, don't think I, I think do. you give them more credit than they do. They look at the statistics and go, All right, we killed this many bad guys or we took out this many this much stuff that mm-hmm. was against us. Sure we killed some civilians, but you know, that's the cost of war. That's I, the cost of achieving What's right? I mean, I, I think, think that's... comments for anyone. Who I'm sure there so. are people like
1: that, but with any of those decisions, we're going to go into a wildly different thing. But with any of those decisions, it's a lot of people have to make that decision, you know. Totally. Um, and I'm sure a lot of them struggle with those decisions daily, you know, and like find it very hard. Sure, to come but to that's those their job. Yeah, absolutely. But and so I
2: that's why I, I find it very they're still emotionally
1: I, accountable for stuff.
2: Definitely. I just, I just don't like, buy it. I didn't. I n- haven't bought it in any of the films that I've seen. Where they're st- sitting around going, "Oh, we blew up a fucking building, oh gosh, whoops interesting yeah i don't I don't buy it at all interesting, yeah, I mean, that might
1: just be I can appreciate if you're saying they're not presenting it in the right way that you buy it or potentially, something. potentially potentially but like as a as a concept for me mm. that's one of them I mean I get bored of it now because they're doing it a lot in these films, mm. but for me, it's one of the more interesting things is kind of yeah oh, like wow, so I don't find it. I'm
2: like, all right, mate, come on, just get over it, let's go." More action, please. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because I don't no, buy not, it. I don't. I'm not emotionally connected at all no, to see, this was, quandary of like. I want to be. We heard some people. It's the world. Like I could like we, we
1: talk about this quite a lot, which I always find it interesting. It's one reason mm. I like you on like you on these, is because you're not really like you're not a big comic book guy and you're not a big action guy. But when you do watch these movies, that's kind of what you want from them is the action. Whereas I'm kind of the other way. Like I just want people in room talking and being heroes, and occasionally they do something cool but I'm way more interested in the world and the characters of these things because I do invest in them like that. For me, it's like something But if I'm they
2: interested. cared about the consequences of their actions, they'd go about their jobs in a different way. But that's so kind of I don't, the point I don't of buy like getting off the back of like a huge action sequence but where that's they've the destroyed half of the city but and is, then they have like a moment. And I'm like, come on, mate. that is the whole
1: point of this movie is kind of that, and that's what I do find interesting about it is the thing is with this, and I guess we should get into it, is Tony Stark's right. Like he's right. He is. But the way that you have to combat that is wrong, essentially, you know, in terms of taking away people's personal freedom. But he's completely right in terms of yeah it's exactly that they go and do this stuff and then they come back and they go look we're doing the best that we can and we're doing like you know like Cap keeps saying essentially of like well if we didn't do this stuff then more people would die than the people who die when we do this which stuff. is the
2: position of government around the world
1: yeah exactly um, and then Vision which makes, is fine I thought the best point in the whole thing and I actually thought I'm really happy they went that smart with it where Vision's kind of like yeah but there's a correlation between these things and by us doing these things it you know it draws other people in because people then want to push back um and that was something that i just found really interesting i actually wish they got more into that like the comics what i enjoyed about civil war is there's a lot of court cases in the comics on civil war um they go into a lot of that stuff of really di- like dissecting okay what does it mean to be uh a portion of power and how you wield that power responsibly and when should you be accountable and when shouldn't you be and basically is you know is it worth killing the one to save the 99 which is always you know one of the hardest possible questions you can do um. so like yeah they didn't get into that enough for me in this the film to be honest the Civil War thing in this I was happy they managed to just about do it but they skip by it very quickly they see, they get into the politics very briefly and then they skip by and do a big fight and everyone keeps apologizing to each other throughout the fight oh, we're still friends aren't we really and then they move on
2: see because and that's and I think that's my problem is that their actions seemingly in the moment have no consequence and then they try and pin a moral decision or choice against something that had no consequence for them but that's why i like it because and i also want to see if they're going to do that kill me a superhero then oh yeah they definitely should have killed you know what i mean kill me a superhero No, definitely. and then let me experience your pain in the moment of losing someone you love that's exactly and there in that moment i will join you on this moral quandary but until like unless that's happening i'm like but that's why... The reason why... So
1: you're right. I don't but buy it. You the don't reason give a shit. why I like this is because they are selfish. And there's even a point where one of my karma with the line is where they kind of realise it. It's like they're selfish. They enjoy doing what they're doing. They do. They live to do what they're doing. And they don't know how to exist without doing what they're doing. Even though they know what they're doing can cause... You know, causality... And, and casualties
2: but not to anyone but um, them, not to themselves
1: no but that's what i mean like yeah yeah even though they know it happens to other people and they can mope about it afterwards and stuff and get you know sort of like should we be doing what we're doing and like should we feel bad about, it? and then they'll go and do it again because when they're in the moment there's always an excuse and that's what i really like about it because that's the true path of any addict and they're just addicts basically all of them to their own egos of what they're doing and the power that they have. And that's the basic true path of an addict is you just keep repeating the same mistake. And in between, you chide yourself for it. And then you go and do it again. And then you chide yourself for it. And then you go and do it again. But absolutely, in order for that to have relevance with an audience, you have to show, okay, well, what happens when we take one of yours? And in the comics of Civil War, Captain America dies. He, he's dead. Right. So the shot they have at the end of his shield with the Black Panther scratches... That's kind of a call out to a famous cover of Captain America when he dies and his shield's broken, basically. And right. It there, cracked, isn't it? Yeah, which they kind of also did in Age of Ultron because they made you think, oh, is he going to die in this one? Because they had that shot in the trailer um, of his shield broken. Um, so absolutely, they miss out on the balls of killing one of their characters. It didn't have to be Captain America. I can understand why they didn't want to do that. But yeah, there's War Machine. Who gets hurt in this? You think he's dead, and then yeah, he's not. It's like, like... Just kill him. Who
2: cares? About <laughs> yeah. War Machine. But I, no. I guess yeah, and I think for me, until that happens, I, I don't buy the. Yeah, I understand that. You I know the it. internal conflicts.
1: I mean, I still understand it. I just don't think it's presented in a satisfying way for, for the audience. But I definitely think they would still be having the internal or, problems or, that happen or, with having regular people.
2: Well, they could leverage it against all of their parents being dead, you know. well, it's Because all, those... all of them have lost one of their parents. <laughs> yeah. And so they could use that as a way of them understanding the consequence of their action. But they don't. They never do no, that. No, but that's the thing. I think they do because like all of them
1: are you know, all of them are pretty much dating regular people. Um, that's the thing like all of them have a very direct Mm. you know relation to regular people i definitely i personally felt absolutely like i understood the conflict with it i just would have liked some more discussions about it and less fighting maybe um but it was one of the things where civil war should always have been two movies and weirdly this was not just a civil war movie it kind of was a little bit of a civil war movie it was a huge winter soldier movie and this was the second yeah, half yeah. of Winter Soldier, really. Mm. Because at least 50% of this story is about him and about the Winter Soldier program. And, and his about...
2: relationship with Captain America. Exactly.
1: Right? Um, and, oh my God, my happiest moment in this movie, other than Spidey, was them getting to the end, the whole thing of, here we go. Like, we're just waiting. Ever since they mentioned it, you know they're going to have to fight these other fucking super soldiers. And no, the dude yeah. just killed them all. And it's like, what? Did you really think I wanted more of you running around? I'm like...
2: Fucking so awesome. good! Yeah, that's great. It got stronger for me the the, fr- pretty much from the middle fight onwards. I was yep. I was down because they get and there it, and I was like, I don't need to see another fight like that. Like, we're and, just I, faceless and that's what people. I love because I thought that was going to happen, and then you know I was like, and, and then then we had the real civil war, mm. you know, where they were actually going to go toe to toe until someone died. Yeah, and and I loved that, like when when they all just started beating on each other hardcore. Yeah,
0: yep,
1: yep yep
2: I Alex, mean, you've been yeah. very quiet. Yeah, you've been very very quiet. Uh, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no,
2: no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just keep going. Tony Stark had a real kind of Bruce Wayne moment, though, as well. Mm-hmm. You know where he loses sight of... He's like, oh, my mother. Oh, yeah. And then, like, starts wailing yeah. on everybody.
1: Everything's to do with mothers yeah. this year in comic book films. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know any of that with Iron Man. I don't read much Iron Man, so that was kind of a weird... Thing to suddenly have was yeah it was a little proactive bit... his parents died and mm. it was cool yeah how it tied in i genuinely didn't see that coming with how it tied into the opening scene i thought that was really cool um yeah and it definitely like we're saying it's like well what do you do how do you make a ending of a marvel movie better where well, you take away the boring ending which is yeah, fighting all these faceless assassins and you have them fight each other it's like well we care about these characters and mm. they, visually they look very different and there's interesting stuff you can do and yeah, they fucking went for it, that last battle. It was really good. Uh, yeah, a good it was fight. Cool. And it was cool to go from a massive battle with 20 people or whatever mm-hmm. down to just 2.5, really. Yeah, yeah,
2: super personal. It was great. Uh, and they did that moment that, that was really tell nice. Tell how m- you really feel. Alan. It was a really nice <laughs> moment when they cut away, when they were like, okay, so now you know that they're fighting. Mm. We're going to leave that because it's not interesting anymore. Yeah. And and they cut to you know Black Panther with... Yeah, with having the, a chat. With the you know with the baddie yeah you know in yeah the baddie baddie the baddie baddie um i like that because they weren't beholden to their yeah to their fight sequence yeah
1: i thought it was the yeah like i was saying i think it was the first step on a hopefully a road that they'll keep on of interesting ways to resolve their films Mm. Uh, much more interesting than they normally do yeah Um, it was satisfying alex just quickly like how did you feel yeah, with the actual Civil War, with the politics of it, in terms of, like, did you feel it was satisfyingly presented or do you feel they skipped um, over it too much? Or
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of... I'm trying to think in my head. There's a part of me that's like, I would have loved to have seen this spread over two films. But then there's also a part of me that thinks that could have just been too long and too drawn out. Mm-hmm. I feel that having had... Having watched so many of the previous ones... That I could kind of I already had a strong sense of how that picture was painted, I think, mm-hmm. so I felt that that going into the politics and the the kind of political and moral conflict that they were faced with and to get to this point of like, okay, are we accountable?" I think because I had all, a lot of the backstory i I, f- I felt that in a way that it was earned for me okay um um so so yeah it didn't it didn't uh it didn't bother me too much okay um um but then i but then i loved yeah the, the fact that at the end that it became about those two who were like yeah, spearheaded it was that. more personal and it was personal and it was yeah they
1: did keep like because at the point when they're fighting you're like did they have enough reasons really to be fighting and by the end you're like, yeah there's enough now they've laid mm. on enough different reasons and yeah, enough yeah. personal problems for iron man who's going through breaking up with his wife or girlfriend or whatever as well like, Missed
2: that Had no idea
1: there's pepper pots when everyone keeps going where's pepper where's pepper who's gwyneth paltrow um and it's like, he was saying, what, what was he saying? Like, yeah, they were on a break or something. Mm. And after everything no, that happened. And again, that was accountable. Get Gwyneth
2: on the film? Or? Well,
1: that was accountable thing as well, where he was like, yeah, we were just, you know, after everything that happened and after this thing, and she couldn't deal with what was happening, basically.
0: So. But, you know, the thing, I've, I've always struggled, and it's like from Iron Man 3, where you have Robert Downey Jr. kind of all angsty and depressed because of the what happened in Avengers. Mm. I've always, like, I, I didn't like that film at all. And I really? always struggled with that kind of tone of, oh, Stark, he's all upset and he feels guilty because destroyed everything. And, um, I just never felt it. I never, I don't know if it's cause the character or Robert Downey Jr.'s ego is too big. I, I was just like, I don't believe it. But okay. if, 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 if War Machine had died, Mm. in that moment yeah what you that would have more. been like the moment of like yeah fuck now i can see something that is personally affecting him that he's responsible for yeah, yeah. right now in this moment yeah yeah and like it was building it building and then like he was there and it's like mm, he's got a heartbeat and like okay he's gonna be fine
1: just on the uh, side i'd like iron man 3's my favorite iron man film by really long, by yeah i didn't way. like that one it's so good uh particularly particularly in the middle section it just has more character than any of the others because it's by what's his face the dude did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, yeah. uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight, and Lethal Weapon, and is now doing a new Predator film. Uh, Shane Black. Shane Black. And he just, he writes, and he wrote that as well. He writes and directs with, with a very particular character, which is not like any other Marvel film. You know, film. when like, I so did, I,
0: when I did see that, I saw, wait, which order did I see? It in? Did I see Avengers first? Yeah. I, yeah, that's right. I I watched avengers and iron man 3 back to back oh so they're very different very films. different films very different i had films. kind of just had my mind exploded by All avengers right, right, right. And i was like whoa and then dropped into a very different film i'm like whoa, what are robert
1: they-? downey jr in a snowy nowhere town in the middle of yeah, america and it, like talking really to a little it kid. really dropped it and i thought it's like a christmas 80s movie it's fucking weird. yeah <laughs> and i mean
0: maybe if i went back now and watched it I, mean, I think maybe we've had this discussion i think maybe if i went back and watched it um it would be a different experience, but yeah. going off the back of Avengers, yeah, I was yeah. like, well, that's a completely different film, and mm, they're trying a bit too hard now to kind of ground it and make you more tortured about what's happened, and, and I didn't buy it at the time, so. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: So, where did, where do are we left now, though, with stuff? Because the Civil War Act, what do they call it? The They called it the Sarkov, Sarkov. Sarko- Sarkovia Accord. Accord. That's still in place then, isn't it? So, technically, even though like Cap broke out all of his guys, I guess, Um, because that's kind of sort of breezed over, I'm um, Man like I mean we don't obviously know what he's going to do if Stark's going to decide he's got a hotline he's got a hotline he's got a little Jack, you red a little bat, bat phone. phone you've got a burner uh, but they're technically outlaws aren't they technically the registration yeah. act which they don't really call it that in this so in, in Civil War and the comics the registration act is what it is about and it's all about demasking uh, people like this dude here that's Spidey and they call them people like right? Black Panther Spidey yeah bring them in demasking them so, you have to have your name on a register, essentially. Mm. I'm a superhero. Here are my powers. Here is who I really am. Mm. And that's why the war it's really a bit breaks out. It's mutanty, isn't it? Well, that's why the war really breaks out because it's people like, no, like I hide my identity for a reason because it protects people that mm. I love. Um, so, that's really one of the big reasons why the war breaks out. And it, they don't do that in this that one. That makes a lot more sense um yeah and i can't do that in this one because they didn't have any masked heroes to play with everyone knows who everyone is in this until Mm. the new two characters turn up and then Mm. the first masked ones basically Mm. um so it would have been a weird battle if it was just those two (laughs) 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 against everybody else um but yeah it'll be interesting where they want to go from here because you got doctor strange and black panther next and then guardians 2 i think that's the order of next ones Uh, so there's nothing also interesting it's been a long time since they've really I mean they deal with him briefly in Age of Ultron do they in the post credits I'm trying to remember but there hasn't been anything yeah there has in post credits of Age of Ultron you have Thanos for a second saying I'll deal with it myself but they haven't dealt with Thanos in a long time and he's Mm -hmm. like the big overarching thing there's been nothing getting them closer to going to space and stuff so they've got a lot of ground to cover before the next time we see the Avengers do you think there'll
2: be like a oh wait no the Hulk isn't with Thor no well he is he's gonna be so unless they're changing it... Is it going to be like he, a Hulk, Hulk Thor road movie? Yeah,
1: that's you what think? it's meant to be. It's Space. an intergalactic uh, That'd road be movie. Great. It's them two on the spaceship and they're going kind of from planet to planet and doing these things. Um, I'm thinking
2: like planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah, it'll be exactly like that.
1: <laughs> that's kind of how they were pitching it last time the leagues were coming out, but who knows if they'll do that or not. Um, what, let's talk about the man of the hour, but in a good segue into that, did anyone else find it weird that in the trigger words to trigger Winter Soldier Mm. one of them that they did twice or three times in the end was Homecoming which is the name of the new Spider-Man film (laughs) yeah I I heard that I noticed that that was weird I didn't attach it at the time Um, and there was another one in there as well which was 17 which is the age of Peter Parker in the new Spider-Man film they've Mm. subliminally yeah, oh, I was wow. just like, is that just a weird cheeky nod because yeah, they're I happy to so. have him back? Or does is there any possibility, yeah, the Homecoming could actually time more into MCU than we thought and could actually, I don't know, there what? could be something to do. Winter with Soldier proven. 3. <laughs> well, no, but like there could be. I mean, they, I wouldn't put it past Marvel that those keywords had some relevance to different stuff and that there's something else to do with Homecoming that's like bigger in the MCU and they're going to kick it off with Spidey, basically.
2: That sounds like fan talk to me. I reckon it's just like a little nod. But they do that. That's the thing.
1: Almost everything in Marvel, like... They know exactly what they're doing. Like, they're very, very smart. Everything branches. Totally, to everything but I else. just
2: thought it was... I think it was just a cheeky, like... It, could be. It,
1: really, it really could be, but
2: it, it's kind
1: of weird of them to be that for, uh, brazen with something cheeky. Like, they're normally, if they have a nod, it's like, because they're going to bring it up again later. Okay. Um, I'm not saying they're going to, but I'm just saying it was weird. It was definitely a weird choice, considering they know well we've spotted. just released Spider-Man Homecoming is the title for our movie, and then two weeks later, this comes out, and we say Homecoming three times.
0: 17...
2: Homecoming, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, s- the intro of Spidey. Spidey. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Spidey. So that's why we, that's why I was obviously most excited. So, d- how does Tony Stark know about this? Like guy who apparently no one knows about because he hasn't heard anything about the blase elite and he just rocks up at his, his auntie's house and is like that's what he put in that he's doing all this stuff for school programs because like I think you
1: to a field at some point in his school programs he's come across basically this very gifted you know scientist because that's what Peter Parker really is is not a genius you know, but does he
2: know he's Spider-Man
1: but then yeah he's you know he's Iron Man I mean that's just one of those things no, where no, I no, have but does Tony know that he's Spider-Man yeah but he yeah. does in this film definitely but how obviously. But that's what I mean. I have no problem with that whatsoever. He's Tony Stark, like Tony he can, Stark. He can figure out anything. Had
0: the video. And yeah, you'd you assume he's had the powers for six months, so he's probably been on the radar.
1: Yeah, the science From people tracking it and trying to figure it out. Okay. And, you know, like I have no problem at all with that. I thought it was kind of. I
2: thought it was a AD. bit like, oh yeah, all right. But they also nodded to that in in it as well. I felt like they were kind of yeah. So your first
1: shot. Of Spidey is actually a Peter Parker and he goes around to his house. I thought Brooklyn, that was great. In Queens, okay. sorry. Yeah, as soon as Queens came up, that whole sequence was great. The
2: whole sequence, that whole conversation and sequence was excellent. Yep. I thought it was really done well. That was one of the things as I'm watching it, I'm like, is this going to be as good once we don't care that it's, oh, it's
1: Spider Man and we're really, you know, once we're used to Spidey again, mm. being in the MCU and his character, is, are we going to go back and that scene? still good? And I was like, yeah, it's still actually nice. It's funny. Like, it was well written. Mm-hmm. Marisa Tomei is great in it. Mm. Um, and fucking Tom Holland Like there are a couple of bits Where he's a little bit stiff But he's a great Weird little Peter Parker He
2: is He's he is. brilliant And um, it's good to have I like And it's it's nice to have like A non Old bitty Aunt May Yeah Exactly you know?
1: And you can only do that by. I think that was The only reason they did it Like we need we Want a hot Aunt May
2: Well he's got to be very young Yeah, <laughs> so yeah no That yeah. can work um, And not, he, d- he does see, I'm like So like it, That the age of him and all that has kind of put me in a spin as to what I know about Spider-Man. Right? Because where's the Daily Globe? Is he a so that's f- is he a, is he a photographer? Like, well, that's mm, the thing. Where does this fit in the in, in the pantheon pr- of progression of of Spidey? So Spidey for a long time in
1: the comics, so like that's the thing. It just depends when you got on board with him, and there's so many different iterations. It depends right. on Like, yeah, for a long time it was just him at high school. Like that when he first definitely when he first came around in the 60s, whenever it was it was him at high school and that's what it was all about, him and Flash Thompson and you know Gwen Stacy and stuff like that at high school. Um, and then later on when he grew up a bit, yeah, he got a job. Actually, while he was still at high school, he would get a job um, with the Bugle. Um, and oh, then, the Bugle, that's it. Yeah. No, is it Bugle? Or the Globe? No, it's the Bugle. It's a Bugle. The Globe is um, Daily Planet, Is Superman. The Daily Planet, that's right. Bugle is Spidey. Let's go with that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um And then for me, you see Spidey is actually much older. For me, Spidey's nearly 30. And he was married to Mary Jane. Mm. Um, that was my era of Spidey. So that's a Spidey film I've always wanted to see. But and I that was some... the
2: era that I'm I'm kind of familiar with as well.
1: That's like the Todd McFarlane era in the 90s. And I'm kind of aware now we're never going to get to see that. Um, I loved Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Uh, the films were certainly not the best. The second one was pretty awful. The first one I haven't had some great seen either moments. Of them. The first one made Spider-Man had some great moments. But he's, very, he's a very cool Peter Parker, which I know people had a problem with. And I get that. He was kind of emo-y and didn't really wasn't he was a bit socially Doing
0: awkward kickflips on his skateboard he was he seemed capable
1: <laughs> as a person uh, even though i loved him he's still my favorite peter parker i understand he's not the purest version of the character tom holland seemed awkward and dorky and young and like is this
2: the, the kid i saw tonight yeah yeah he was
1: good so we're definitely like their whole thing with him is you're gonna see him at high school for a while and like he feels nicely
2: nice and he feels quite grounded yeah yeah like yeah. the actor felt he felt really comfortable yeah and that was Which is
1: incredible. And Mm. to be on the same scene scene as, you know, you're 17. I mean, he's been in a couple of big films, but to be on the same fucking scene as all these guys, Mm. these heavy hitters, and you're playing off, even Paul Rudd, who's all charm, he's nearly 50 now, you know, he's like 49 or whatever. Mm. And you've got this
2: 17 year old kid
1: (laughs) coming into it all.
2: I mean, for the most part, all the stuff with him in the mask. Yeah. Was that him?
1: No, I mean, well, he did some stuff because they liked to brag, didn't they, when they hired him? Look, he does backwards he did that. flips. He released he that back thing on flips. Instagram. He's like,
0: "I'm gonna be Spider Man," and yeah, he, doing he did flips. a backflip. And yeah, right. he's
1: definitely acrobatic, and he does he does do some bits, but of course, he doesn't do most of the stunts. And most of the time, he's in suits, or CGI as well. Well, I mean, that's what I mean, I mean yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but like even the ADR stuff was great. His like he was one liners all the time, which is how Spider Man
0: should be. Oh, it was it was great. Like yeah. He was so uh, just that
2: punchiness. Yeah, total Spider. Really brought some a nice. Edge in life to the yeah, it's was a
1: massive breath of fresh air, mm. and the fact that they introduce him as Peter Parker, and then the next scene is like they call him in immediately, and then he's there for about twenty minutes or however long that fight is, and then they just tag him out. Then they're like, "All right, man, you lie down, you're out now." And you knew that they were literally saying, "He's done now. We're moving on. Like, yeah, get over it." I thought
2: <laughs> that was a good, nice move on, on behalf of Marvel to yeah. to to have the Tony tap out where he's like. All right, you can go home now. You've done your bit. Yeah, you know that was your cameo. It was like, yeah, you know, it was good. <laughs> what a way! I mean, honestly, even with you know, without my kind of fandom, what
1: a way to introduce a character. Yeah, like we don't need backstory. Doesn't mention Uncle Ben, which is interesting.
0: I really that was a real surprise for me that they that they showed Peter Parker. I thought it was just going to be Spidey, Spidey drops in. It gets explained somehow and then he disappears but to introduce peter to have him in his world to have to play the 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 really great thing that they handled really well was that um the sincerity with which they handled his youth Mm. like in the way that um like it didn't play up on him being young but it was still You know, him being sort of starry eyed and seeing these heroes that he looks up to and kind of chatting with them while he's trying to fight them. Uh, But then also Stark, like, you know playing that sort of almost bigger brother kind of i'll respect you as a young adult but yeah. still like it was handled really well it wasn't sort of hammy or cheesy mm, yeah. like mm. him going oh, up against teenager. winter soldier
1: who's just great. surly and serious all the time and he just fucking stops his hand in his fist with real ease yeah he's like, like, like metal arm awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. got a metal it. arm i oh, loved it it's great and he kicked ass like they yeah. made him because i was like well he's young they're gonna show him failing a bit. Like, he-
0: He's like the most powerful fucking dude there most he was of competent, it. Yeah. He's competent. But then still up. having those moments of, yeah, a few of failing and getting used to his skills. And, and it made
1: them funny. And it would always be him like getting thrown out the window. You just hit it. Ah! It's just yeah. like a weird scream as he like goes flying.
0: And uh, one particular bit that I did like, which clearly is now a possibility because Disney's just eating everything up and swallowing everything oh, up. Oh, yes. With uh, Spidey's line about Empire Strikes Back yeah. and bringing down the... A T A T. At, <laughs> you know, you know what the fucking crazy thing was though. Which is
2: fucking cool. I was like, th- two minutes before that, I was like, "How are they going to take this Ant Man out?" I'm like, "It's going to be just like the Walker." And yeah. seriously, and-, and I seriously was having that thought to myself when when he starts talking about Star Wars. I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's fucking great! And that the that Knight was in Disney. Yeah,
1: I was sitting there. I was thinking, I can't imagine anything would make Alex happier <laughs> than-, <laughs> than referencing Star Wars in a Spider Man contest. I- like and like yeah, that movie. was bringing in some of the Guardian stuff for me. You know, that was some of the let's have pop culture references. Yeah. Let's really kind of acknowledge ourselves a little bit and have mm. as much fun as we can. Um, definitely the best. I mean, the suits definitely very sixties. I loved it. It looked great. The eye squinting is my favorite. What do you? What is? Um,
2: what I was like. His eyes are moving. Yeah, is so that
0: based on what he said earlier when he looked at his old goggles?
1: He yeah, needed yeah, to fill the stuff. So in the comics, mm. his eyes are constantly different shapes to express his emotions. Mm. But it's one of those things like Batman's eyes always white in the comics. You can't do that in films because like, well, he has pupils. What are you going to do about it? Um, so there's always been a problem with Spider-Man. How do you get more expressive? So it's always been physicality. Exactly. Andrew Garfield was amazing at the physicality of it. Um, I mean in the trailer for this when they show him and his eyes squinted the internet went crazy about it because like, oh wow an expressive Spider-Man and if you freeze frame it and zoom in you can see this lenticular kind of lenses that fold into each other and it's very mm-hmm. Iron Man it's like a little metal suit thing on his eyeballs so they can kind of react how they read what his eyes are doing who knows I was sad I'm sure they'll do it in the main movie but I'm sad they didn't use that a little bit more like he's famous for like squinting with one eye be being wide with another one and stuff like that which is like for the comedy moments where he's like eh? and just like wondering what's yeah uh, so I would l- I hope they use that stuff a lot more mm. but I, I love that the suit's not my favourite type like I preferred slightly muddier sort of look but it was perfect for the I
2: mean and but also um, but the Panthers his eyes also moved
1: did his eyes move because I was yes, trying to see if at they the moved.
2: end I noticed at the end awesome. um, I can't remember what moment it was but it you like, like say something like, and squint a little
1: squint his suit was my not a girl Spidey but like Black Panther suit was my favourite suit out of all of them he just looked Fucking phenomenal! Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was the best design suit out of all of them. I really mm. did. Just the lines on his face, the kind
2: of curvature, mm-hmm. really cool. And the the like the jaw, like the teeth. Yeah, is, it's yeah. like necklace nice jaw thing. thing.
1: Um, yeah, couldn't be happy with, with Spidey, and his webbing was used to great effect. Um, really cool effect. Mm. Um, and just yeah, just immediately because I've you, I was always just wondering how do you fit him into the team properly. And it was me just like, yeah, he just works as an ensemble like really, really well, really well. It made me very excited to see what they do with his, his song.
0: <laughs> yeah, that bit where they where they were all walking towards each other and like Spidey's sort of following along and he's like, they're still walking at us. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Like, <laughs> nice all stuffing. those fucking
1: bits, they cut him out of them in the trailer. and yeah. I couldn't believe it. There were shot after shot after shot. Like all these shots from the trailer... And they just cut Spider-Man right out of them. Which is great. Yeah, which is fucking great. great. It was like when Gareth Edwards did Godzilla. He, they did different shots for the trailer that made it look like, and no one remembered this, God bless them, but they really did a good job with this. For the first nine months to a year of marketing for that film, they made it out Godzilla is the enemy and he's destroying the city and killing people. Mm-hmm. Because there's two kind of two versions of Godzilla. Mm. Godzilla the villain, Godzilla the protector. And they do that and then it was in the very last trailer before it came out, they suddenly show, oh, this fucking, like, Mothra and all these other creatures, and Godzilla's the savior. Mm. And the shots that they had of him chasing people into a thing, they're not real. They're, they just did money on those shots yeah. to make you think it's him being the villain. And now, yeah, it's the same thing with this. They fucking really tricked us with some stuff. Mm. So when people were going back, including us, and looking through the trailer and going, okay, when does Spidey come in? All right, he's not there when they're running at each other so he must come in late in this battle. Like, no, they just took him out. Even
0: that line that was in the trailer of like, hey guys. That was placed from a different part. Exactly. Which was really cool.
2: It's almost like they know what they're doing. Smart motherfuckers. It's almost like they know what they're doing. Smart
1: motherfuckers. Um, All right, we're going to wrap up. I have something else to say and I'm really annoyed now because I'm going to forget it and we're going to move on. Now I'm just looking at Spidey's butt in a statue.
0: Mm. Look at those. Look at those, Look those tendons. Look at those calves. Um, his fingers.
1: Look at that arm. Mm. <laughs> it just comes right off. Comes right off. So I guess to round up, um, Adrian, you can be out of this, but we should really say, like, where does this come in? in you know, we've had 13 Marvel films. Obviously, we need to digest it a little bit more. But right now, just as a gut reaction, Alex, where would you put this in your 13 Marvel films?
0: Uh, there are a few in those 13 that I still haven't seen, like Thor. Don't worry about it. It wouldn't, yeah. be, wouldn't be in your top five. None of, none of the important ones. Um, top three. Coming in at third, I think. Coming third. Yeah. For me, it's... Yeah, Guardians, Winter Soldier, and then... And then Civil War. And then Civil War. I definitely need to see it again, but... Easily, easily in the top three, easily, and just because I like to give it a special mention, at number four, the Incredible the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. It's, a good, it's a good movie.
2: Um, this would be in my top three. Yeah, out of the three Marvel, out, out of, of the <laughs> three that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: you've seen okay, so you've seen Winter Soldier. Yeah. What else did you say you've seen? A bit of a bit of Tom, We're not counting I that. Think. Um, you've seen an Iron Man, but you're not sure which one. Yep. Um, where would it come with
2: those? Two? <laughs> <laughs> um, considering it's pretty much the only one I've seen all the way through, apart from Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Um, I, I think I like this more than Winter Soldier. Okay. Just because I don't like Captain America much as a character, I think it's a bit irritating. Okay. And you know, this had everything that I want from one of these films. What's, what's, yeah, I don't think it was well executed for the genre.
1: Yeah. I think Captain America looked the best he's ever looked in this. His suit looked awesome. I
2: don't like his. What is it with the? Why they got the A on his head? Mm, I'm like, unless you're going to do a cool shot where he headbutts someone and it's imprinted on their forehead. So I appreciate it. Don't
1: do it. It's very useful for you know. But in Winter Soldier, he had it off most of the time, and I think we established in different podcasts he looks coolest without it yeah, yeah Definitely his cool helmet.
0: he's fighting
2: and he's just got a suit yeah okay. mm. so
1: i wish they would just get rid of his helmet and just leave and like
2: thing. that little beaky nose thing it doesn't work um
1: yeah i think yeah i need to see it again i think this one this one didn't have any massive low lights for me you know Mm-mm. mostly i like winter soldier i think it's better overall um in terms of the bits i like in it but the ending, they I just, need to like, cut out the last twenty minutes. The fucking last twenty minutes. I'm just, I'm just so CGI, big fight stuff, blow. I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this, this one, while, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But this one overall was really cool. Um, Guardians is definitely my favorite. Then probably just Winter Soldier, maybe, and then this, um, closely followed by, yeah, Iron Man three, to be honest, and, yeah. I don't know. I do like Incredible Hulk and oh, I do I like Age watch. of Ultron. Incredible.
2: watch Guardians the, again now. The Hulk's my favourite character. Is he? Yeah. Interesting. Did you ever see the Ed Norton Hulk? Uh, Hulk? No, no, no. So that's technically part really of underrated. the
0: MCU. They
1: just had to recast him because Edward Norton's a bit of a prick. Oh, why? <laughs> He's famously a prick. for, oh, for Like rewrites influence. and stuff, right? Yeah, American History X. Like the director tried oh, to yeah. have his name taken off of it cause Edward Norton just took over the project and started editing it himself, took it away from the editor and... He was a, a complete prick. So, like, wow. Very difficult to work with. There's very few people you'll ever really work with him. It hasn't been like he was a nightmare.
0: Next week's uh, podcast <laughs> guest, Edward Norton. Edward
1: Norton. No, we can only get Edward for long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I think we said most things we could say. We'll probably cover anything we've forgotten on next sure week's we'll Geeks recap, podcast, yes. which will mm-hmm. be on Tuesday um so please come back for that you can follow us on uh we are Tessellate is our url you can link out to our videos we are a production company that make movies and other things like that in la tokyo and london we are Tesla on all of the social medias it's with two s's and two l's you can follow me mr l y on all social medias and also on the xbox if you want to play games i'm playing some super hot oh boy that's a great game can't wait to talk about it um, on Monday
0: I haven't been playing any of those games I've you been playing play Tropico the- 5 have you been playing Tropico 5 I was a big Tropico fan interesting so I will talk about I that I want to talk about that yeah um, Alex where can we find you you can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram at Alexander Chard if you want to find me on Xbox or PlayStation it's Rainbow Chard but I don't really play multiplayer so
2: Adrian Olde uh, just my first name underscore my last name A-U-L-D Takes Is a that, long time. Uh, takes a long time to save for four letters. There's no,
0: no Graham in that?
2: No Graham. Okay. Um and uh I could some golden grahams, right I haven't I I I've been playing a shitload of Rocket League. I'm just <laughs> up upping my skills. We need to play before we do the podcast on Tuesday the new basketball version. I'd love to. That we've just
0: downloaded. Yep. NBA two K sixteen game of the year. I think Rocket League basketball has it has it I'm beat I'm pretty sure. Has game it beat? Year well that's game of this does year does it have rockets game of last oh year. well
1: is, it, is NBA 2K17 or the game of this year <laughs> <laughs> um, yep we will be back on Tuesday with a regular geeks podcast please go on iTunes and uh, yeah, find geeks um, and subscribe to us leave us some see us some messages cryptic ones if you want with codes
2: yep um, any questions
1: hit us up yep uh, uh, we are Tesla at outlook.com thank you guys Alex, Adrian for joining me I appreciate it and we're out
0: out geeks geeks, geeks. spider-man